0: This is Two Girls, One Mike. The show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn.
1: Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porn cast where we not only make the dick jokes, we bring the subjects of those dick jokes on the show and we ask them questions about their dick. My name is Yvette D'Autrema. I'm here with my lovely co-host Alice Vaughn. Alice, how are you today? And are are you as excited about the subject of of our dick jokes as I am? I'm very excited.
2: I'm beaming. I'm beaming. She's glowing. Okay, so for our audience today, we have an MFF. And so, first off, I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. Do we have enough proverbial lube for this show? <laughs> I didn't bring
1: the 55-gallon drum. I don't have to borrow. Uh, I think this one was a joke for Margaret Show. I don't have the square footage. I might have to knock out a wall or two, but I am not a quitter. <laughs> we're going to plow through this. This dick was worthy of, like, the 10 minutes of dick jokes we have scattered <laughs> across the internet over the last two weeks. And it's not just, we're not just going to talk about the dick. We're going to get to know the man
2: behind the dick. Yeah. So our guest today, his name is Tred. And it's a perfect name because that's the same feeling women get when they see his dick.
1: (laughs) The first time I saw Alice sent me over a picture that he had supplied, there was a woman servicing it. And my first thought was, my lord, it's bigger than her arm. And I don't, I'm not exaggerating. It was, this thing is (laughs) concerning. It's a large amount of dick. So, Dred, thank you for coming on the show, and thank your dick for coming on the show for us, please. Like, I don't know if your dick has an agent you have to go through, but thank you both.
0: Right. Well, listen, I appreciate it, and I'm very happy to be here, and I will thank my dick, actually. I will. <laughs> I hope
1: we can inspire your dick later for some thanks. If I'm that, sure you will. that pays off.
2: Yes. I know that when we had to bring you onto the show, we had, you know, you signed a release and also your dick had a yeah. separate release form. So
0: <laughs> correct.
2: <laughs> well, that dick does give some good
1: releases. <laughs>
0: yes, it does.
1: It seems like it's a mutual effort. So we have questions about a lot of things, but when I, I first saw, you know, the dick, I had questions. Uh and I think a lot of people just think, you know, to get into porn you need a big dick. And I think you have to know how to use Use a big dick more. Because, uh, you know, as a woman of some years, I have had dicks of some sizes. And if you're not careful with an instrument of your size, this could be a very unpleasurable experience for a woman. Dred, can you talk on that for a bit?
0: Well, you know what? I mean, people ask me often, like, when did I realize it was bigger than <laughs> bigger than average?
2: Here's a question. Were you in high school? And was it just weird when people asked if you had Zach Morse's phone in your pocket?
0: <laughs> well, oh, I guess so. But I mean, I didn't realize, put it this way, I thought every guy was pretty much packing the same thing that I was for a long period of time. It didn't dawn on me until like, much later on in life that I had something that a lot of guys didn't have size wise. So
1: we don't compare vaginas, so we don't, like, we're not sitting there with mirrors. At least that wasn't my childhood. Um,
2: e- excuse me? Shit. <laughs> I missed out on the good parties. <laughs> Look, I
1: was I was a little bit of a nerd. You might be able to tell from the glasses and the pink hair. But yeah, like, I, it's, that's not a thing that you discover later in life. Women are secondary sexual characteristics. You can't hide, to quote Jessica Simpson's father, you can't cover those suckers up.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, well I mean, for, I was a nerd to way back in the days. I don't have my glasses on right now. Oh, my main concerns were like comic books and pro wrestling and porn. You know what I mean?
1: Nice. Average teenage boy things.
0: So again, I wasn't a uh, ladies man. That wasn't my concern back then. So I really didn't get a chance to expose it until down the road some. so.
2: Fair
1: enough. Understood, but we're picking up what you're putting down. And was it watching porn that you realized, oh,
2: I am comparative here? Was that where it happened? or Did you have a (laughs) dickspiration?
0: A a dickspiration. Actually, you know something? I actually did, and I'll never forget this because my first experience with porn, I was like seven or eight years old. And I remember my sister and brother, we somehow got into our parents' bedroom, and we went on this oh, no. this mission oh. to find. We didn't know what we were looking for, but <laughs> you know, my sister went to the left, and my brother went to the right, and I went straight under the bed, pulled out the the shoebox, and. It was in my head from there. You know what I mean. I discovered my father's stash, and the rest (laughs) is history. I was off to the races at that point. Oh my god! Yeah.
1: So parents who are listening to this, who are mortified, uh, get a lock. Yeah, get a lock. (laughs) Right. Get a lock. Get your separate computer. Make your password more secure. Your kids are going to hack into it anyway. Your kids are probably watching porn before you are. Sure. They're watching weirder porn than you are.
0: Yeah, I was exposed to it at an age a lot earlier than my. Friends at the time. So, um, porn was something that was always there. I just never thought I would actually be in the situation I'm in, but I am. So,
2: worse situations to be in. Mm-hmm. So, I'm curious then, how did you get into porn?
0: Oh boy. Okay. Long story short, I was just working my regular day job. And now keep in mind, throughout my life, I was always one of those guys, like most guys, that said, you know what? I can do this. I can do this under the right circumstance. I remember there were times when I considered putting on a mask, (laughs) you know, to just kind of stay anonymous. But I just figured, you know, it was probably something that was never going to happen, but I always wanted it to. So working a regular day job, this is about uh, 12 years ago, and I'm listening to a show. And on this show, on the radio, uh, they're having a discussion with someone about finding this new character, this new porn character, who's he's supposed to be very well endowed, have a good personality. And, um, you know, the thing was, if you think you got what it takes, send us a picture of your junk.
1: <laughs> you were- position for a dick pic for a resume. I love that. That's amazing. That is the b- that's, I'm going to cry. I'm uh, just a tear of happiness over that.
0: So as I'm working my day job and, you know, I'm just barely keeping my head above water and all that stuff. I figured, you know what, this is my opportunity. So I'll never forget. I went into the uh, bathroom there and <laughs> had my, uh, my phone camera and I um, got myself ready, took a few pictures and I figured what the hell.
2: Made sure the lighting was great.
0: Made sure the lighting was great.
2: You had to make sure that there was
1: going to be no blurring with the background. You had to get the best possible angle angle. on it.
0: Right, right. Showing the length, showing the girth, everything.
1: I have faith that you're a a good dick pic. There has to be a technical term for a dick pic artist.
0: This was the most epic dick pic I could ever think of at that time. I mean, this was it. It was all or nothing with this picture.
2: It's not like you were going to bring in a friend and say, hey, uh, Joe, I need you to get down on your knees near my junk and <laughs> <Right>. help me <laughs> this was a self-done
1: annie Leibowitz of dick pics
0: totally totally so i sent the picture off and the next day the guy called me and he said you're the dude we're looking for and i was like are you sure wow
1: nice this was
0: like a, a nationwide type deal so oh my um, God. here it was the reality was finally hitting me that was the time when I realized okay not every guy is packing this but that was really the the beginning of it right there.
1: Interesting. I think this tells you that no matter what everyone has a, not a self-esteem issue but like no one is quite aware of like what they have until like something really just drives at home because I had to take getting into the porn industry based on a nationwide search for a large penis
2: and a good personality to make you go, well, maybe it's kind of big. (laughs) That's interesting to me. That's the truth. I thought the story could have also gone the other way, which was you were taking some dick pics and then, I don't know, maybe just like uh, you hear those stories of uh, girls being found as models in malls, like an agent walks in, he sees a dick and he's (laughs) like, you're the one. (laughs) That also could have happened.
0: Possibly. But I know that once they had contacted me after they got the pic, you know, I flew out, I was living in Florida at the time and I flew out to L.A., And that was the beginning. But, you know, it's kind of deceptive because people will ask me, how long have you been doing it? I only did a handful of scenes at that time because it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. I didn't have the confidence. Everything was a struggle. It was difficult. And I basically retired after that. So we fast forward about uh, seven, eight years, and I'm seeing this girl down in Florida. And she says, you know, you really should be back in that industry, you know?
1: It's a good sign when the woman you're with is like, yeah, this is a thing you should be doing. You're doing something right.
0: I guess so. I mean, you know, <laughs> but we, we went back and forth for months because I was like, no, that ship has sailed. It's it's over. Uh, I'm done with it. I experienced it. And she's like, no. And she finally convinced me to Twitter. Twitter was the thing. Huh. We started a Twitter account and then it just, you know, I put a few pitches up of my junk and, you know, in these different positions and all this and that. And next thing you know, just offers started coming in and, here I am today.
1: You have to be one of very few men who have gotten a job by sticking your junk on the internet. That's true. Anthony Weiner wants your agent's number <laughs> right now. Like, he's dying for that. He wants to know how he can get his hands on that shit.
2: I mean, I feel like I'm ready to see a dick pic of anyone at this point. I mean, the other week, I was like, okay, so this week, I'm probably going to see Jeff Bezos' dick. That's just a reality. <laughs> yeah. We might live in.
1: We're about four minutes away from Jeff Bezos' dick, which I'm sorry, that that's not something anyone wants we're good no like i mean just look look at the man's head like and i'm not saying he's ugly but just look at the skin from his neck to his collarbone, just apply that to the frenulum, to how that's going to look. I feel like it's not an attractive... Sorry, Jeff. I'm sure you're a lovely human being. Fuck you and what you're doing to your employees and their ability to pay their bills. Anyways, uh, (laughs) but like I said, I only get a little political on the show once in a while, but that's not a dick pic I want to see. Like, If they can keep a giant file full of Donald Trump stuff hidden, can they just keep Jeff Bezos' dick off the market? That's
2: all I'm asking. (laughs) So, Dredd, I have a question. We keep referring that you have a massive member, but I mean, I kind of want to know, how big is it?
0: You want to know something? You're not going to believe this when I tell you, but this You've never measured? You got it.
2: What? You know what? What's the need? Have you at least weighted on a fruit scale in the grocery store?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, from what girls tell me, it does weigh a lot. It's heavy. This thing is really heavy.
2: It's a dick that can leave a bruise. Sorry, continue. (laughs) You know, you slap a girl across the face with that. There's a
1: mark the next day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's very heavy. Um, The closest thing I've come to it being measured was um, I did a shoot maybe two months ago for Jules Jordan, and I was shooting with Mocha Mora. And the theme was she was going to be insuring my dick, right? So in order to well, – no, that wasn't the insurance one. It was another one. She just had a tape measure out.
1: That's amazing. And she was getting
0: it from different angles, the girth, the length. And now there was never any anything conclusive about it. That was the whole thing. It was just kind of done – for the show, you know, so I didn't even look at it. I didn't want to see it.
2: Okay. You know what
0: I do is I just tell people I'm around 12 inches to play it safe.
2: Play it safe. Okay. <laughs> I'd seen a thing
1: about the man with the largest penis on the planet. It was the documentary, uh, unhung hero. Oh it was this guy with apparently a very tiny dick. Who's a comedian out in LA yes. and he was documenting him trying to get a larger dick dick. And he ended up not doing anything to get a larger dick. Uh, and, you know, figuring out maybe having a personality is what makes women like you. Anyways, in the documentary they interview man with the largest dick, and apparently it's 13 and a half inches. Oh my God. But like, oh. he says he has never gotten it entirely into a woman, which, that's
2: not surprising. Right. You'd have to fold it in two. Yeah. So I have questions about the physics, yes. because I genuinely kind of want to know um, how many times do I get to ask these questions. <laughs> so the first question is have you ever hit payload?
0: Um. In what way? Um,
2: have you ever gone balls deep? And if oh. so,
1: which hole is easier to get that far into?
0: Now that is a very good question. Payload. Okay. I yes, I have.
2: Really? Wow. Yes.
0: Fortunately for me, actually, most of the time I do.
1: Whoa. Yeah, and that—that
0: that is the truth. Now, again, this takes.
1: Gentlemen, take notes. Just take all the notes.
0: This takes, you know, some warming up. It takes, I mean, you're not just going to go right out of the gate and, you know, swing for the fences. You know what I mean?
2: I feel like my intestines are like trying to expand for Sorry, continue. I feel like I'm
1: going to pop an ovary just thinking about this because like they're worried. I'm worried and titillated and
2: carry on. I need to know. Sorry, continue, continue.
0: (laughs) I've learned, you know, over the years to kind of proceed with caution and you got to go slow and you got to go carefully. And usually the results work out favorably for me when I follow that blueprint. So now there are some cases, there are some girls that I work with where I can't go as deep, you know.
2: Would the height of the performer affect that? Like a taller girl, would she be able to take more potentially or does it not matter?
0: You know something, you, a lot of people would think that the smaller the girl, the more difficulty, but I actually did a shoot with a girl, Piper Perry, who's four foot 11 and I'm six foot five.
1: Oh my God.
0: And you look at that situation and you go, that's never going to work. How is that going to work? How is that possible?
1: I, 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 it's I've heard of a position called rotisserie. <laughs> otherwise known as helicopter, but right. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: it actually surprisingly worked and it worked well. I mean, I was able really? to get, about, yeah, about uh, 85 to 90 percent of it in Whoa. her. And what hole?: Vaginal.
1: Oh, my God. Like, I'm more surprised about that because I feel like there's a finite end to there where he is again to quote Patton Oswalt. The human rectum is nightmarishly elastic. Yes. Like you go slow in there. You can go really damn deep.
0: Right. Now, Now you bring up an excellent point because there are actually some girls I've worked with and it always stuns me. That'll say, look, I prefer you. Let's do this in my ass as opposed to, you know, vaginal. Uh, for those reasons you just mentioned, the way it expands, and and sure enough, it does work well that way. But that's not the case uh, all the time. So
2: interesting. We come in all shapes, sizes, and preferences. Mm-hmm. So here's another question I have then. As far as getting blowjobs go, <laughs> so, let's just, well, here's the thing. I can only imagine that, again, mouth stretching so far. Right. I assume that most can probably only wrap around the head. So maybe only focus on that. I don't know. Tell me more.
0: There are some girls who I've shot with who just have that ability to get in a lot more of it than one would think. And they avoid the whole thing with the teeth because that's the issue for me. A lot Are of they times
2: gypsy sword swallowers? <laughs> I have a friend who's
1: a literal sword swallower out in Melbourne, Australia. Right. The way we bonded was when I saw that. I'm like, could you give me some advice on oral sex? She's like, I like you already. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: the thing is a lot of times with girls, when they see it, when I pull it out for the first time, they see it almost as if it's this challenging thing. It's like climbing Mount Everest. You know, I have to Conquer it. Now I appreciate that, but you are our
1: rush more, <laughs>
0: right? Exactly. And I appreciate that. But the thing is the teeth, the teeth,
2: yeah. Is it better if we just had dentures?
0: <laughs> well, like someone said uh, not too long ago, uh, have you ever gotten a blowjob from a woman with absolutely no teeth? And how did it feel? And I'm like, no, that's never happened. Yet. But um, no, the teeth. The
1: teeth. <laughs> Alice is like, I can go to my dentist. <laughs> we can try something out. We could work this out in post.
0: Sure. <laughs> but uh, no, the teeth becomes an issue. And um, people will ask like, what girl has gotten the most of it? Uh, there's one that comes to mind who got pretty damn close, but not the whole thing. And, uh, I'll mention her name. She, that would be uh Sarah J was her name.
2: Really?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hmm. She came the closest. Yeah.
2: Very impressive. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Wherever you are, Sarah, we applaud you. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I mean, I almost feel like the girth would be more of a problem than the length at that point, That's because once you can deep throat, you can get quite a lot in there at least to a point, but like, right. That's a lot of girth.
0: That's the thing. I have the girth thing going and I have the length thing going. So it's it's a difficult task, no
1: matter how you look at it. I
2: want to invite her to a meal. Sorry, continue. This sprung to mind because one
1: of my girlfriends, she told me she dated someone with a, an 11-inch dick and they, they had to go to couples therapy to figure out how to work with it. And then the end of the story is, do you wonder why I'm a lesbian now? Uh, so <laughs> I'm not saying you've turned any of your partners gay. I don't know if this has happened but i wonder has this impacted your personal life at all
0: absolutely not yeah no 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 everything's been fine as far as that goes and on a professional level out of all the scenes i've done and i haven't done as many scenes as a lot of the the male talent that's out there but i've done my my share there's only been one time just once when it just wasn't happening <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't happening. A little too much to, you know, to deal with. But other than that, usually, like I said, with the right preparation and, you know, you warm up and you kind of get things, you know, going nice and easy, the results are pretty good.
2: Interesting.
1: I feel like you underplay your talent. It's an interesting thing to hear from someone in in the industry. Like so far what we've found from everyone we've met, it's everyone's been very humble, very sweet, but it's like you're like, yeah, it's just something I have. It's cool. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, I don't I've never really, you know, listen, I'm happy that it's put me in the position I'm in, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. But I'm not the type to sit around, you know, bragging about. It. I'm very humble, you know what I'm saying? And and I just kinda Go with the flow, pretty much.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You're just so nice. You're sweet. You're funny. I mean, you know, I've heard that you give uh, free wheelchairs out to your co-stars before scenes.
0: <laughs> right. We had a pair of crutches. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we wanted to know, like, do you walk more to one side? Like, does it sway to one side? I want to know, do you walk with a limp because of it, is what I'm saying. I, I'm partially joking.
2: Or do you have to adjust your junk more frequently because it's longer? I, I don't know. I don't have junk either. So
1: <laughs> junk. like this is double the size of normal man junk. And this, right. I think involves questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, when I just step out the shower, put it to you that way, I'm hanging with everybody else. You know what I mean? It isn't until some kind of a arousals going on. Like uh, this one time when I had this personal trainer down in Miami and I was laying on my back and, you know, things started happening. That's, We'll save that for the next broadcast. That's crazy. But usually when I'm not, (laughs) even like what the guys say, a semi, you call it, you know, when you're just halfway, I can't walk around in just my boxes, even with a a semi. It's not happening.
1: Oh, oh my God. That's a lot of dick. It is. Like when you travel, do you have to ship it freight? <laughs> do they charge you for a second seat, or do you need like a seatbelt extender on the plane just in case? Oh uh, right, right, They're right, very right. cute flight attendants. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> right. Well, well, you know, it's funny. Whenever I go through the checkpoint, every now and then they'll do the uh, the pat down. You know what I mean?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever actually gotten pulled aside for them thinking there's something in your pocket? Please say yes. Please just lie to me and say yes. (laughs) I want this human (laughs) thing.
0: There was one time, one time, when I kind of had a semi, as we just spoke about, going on. And I was getting, this is, you know, going through the checkpoint, and he's he's patting me down, and he feels it, okay? He feels (laughs) it. And he just looks at me, and I looked at him, and no (laughs) other words were spoken. He said, all right, go on through. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's like what what right. else is he gonna At that point he's embarrassed you're like right. dude you asked for this Totally
0: so it was all in the eyes. He felt it. He looked at me. I looked at him and he said, go ahead. And I said, all right.
1: There was no words. Like the writing of the script for that was good. No one needed words. It was understood by was both understood. people in that situation. <laughs> what was happening there? Right. And you had nothing left. So, nothing. <laughs> it's like, look, you know, I don't have a gun. All I have is this penis, sir. <laughs> right. This is all I need. <laughs>
0: Exactly. There are no
1: weapons to bring above this airplane today. This is if I
2: could take out a terrorist with this,
0: right? (laughs)
2: I mean, what is that big? Can it be considered an assault weapon?
0: You know, it really can. Again, it's very heavy and it's obviously it's big.
1: George Carlin once made the argument that a man with very large hands could be considered
2: uh, always carrying a lethal weapon. So I think that dick could be considered an assault weapon. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever named your penis, but have you considered naming your testicles fear and loathing?
0: (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, your name's Tread, so right 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 uh, there's something to consider that's for sure
2: so does the penis have a name
0: no it doesn't but i was at avn and we had this this thing going on
2: oh yeah
0: yeah and i don't want to give the whole thing away because i don't want to spoil it but well,
2: tommy kind of spoiled it a little on our show um oh did he really yeah so we can talk okay. about it here okay actually. you got it okay okay <laughs> yeah.
0: The whole idea came to me and, um, you know, I had done something, one of those like promos last year for AVN. And I had a hard time because I have a script and I usually, there's no script and the things that I, you know, shoot. So it was challenging for me. And I remember I said, you know what? I'm glad I got that done. Uh, as fun of a time as it was, I hope I never do it again. Aww. So then this year I had gotten a call from, the AVN guy and, and I thought oh my god here we go again and he said listen we have this idea for you where it's going to be just a an interview and I said is there any kind of a script involved and he said no I said all right thank god and I said so you know what's it all about he said it's just going to be a one-on-one interview so I said okay I said with who and he said you're dick and I said well wait a minute I started laughing You know, I said because that just sounds funny So I said, you know what? I'm all in, and sure enough, we we did it. And Tommy, the voice, he's
2: fantastic, (laughs) and it's a tick with googly eyes. It's this massive.
0: I've never seen a dildo this size with a little dreadlock wig on it.
1: (laughs) It's actually bigger than your dick? That's possible.
0: Oh, yeah. No, this this thing looks like a fire hydrant. I am
1: skeptical. I don't believe him. You know, other than the knobs, that's what your dick looks like. Right. Just saying. (laughs) No,
0: no. This thing was massive, but it was fun. And, you know, Tommy's just, he's got that gift of gab in a situation like that to just like, Him playing, you know, my dick and we're asking each other questions back and forth. And it was it was pretty fun.
1: Did you enjoy interviewing your dick? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, it was a trip. I'll give away one little piece. He goes, look, you remember when we decided to go to sleep the other night? And I said, yeah. He's like, well, I decided to go out. And I said, "Well, well, is that why you have these bruises all over you right now? Is that what it is? You know, we're having these exchanges And it was just it it was funny, you know, and and I'm like, you know, the teeth marks are on the top. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I'm talking to my dick here. You know what I mean? And he's like, I'm sorry.
1: That's the wonderful thing about improv is you just kind of go with it.
0: Right. Right. Totally.
1: (laughs)
2: Then again, I feel like there are a number of situations where I mean, I talk to myself in the shower. I mean, then again, I haven't really encouraged my like pussy. Edit. Right. Well, maybe I have. Um, <laughs> Don't
1: worry, girl. You can do it.
2: <laughs> like,
1: a little bit of love right. and some spit. You'll be fine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we're going to bring out your favorite toy, the Hitachi. This is going to happen. So, yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> there are men who talked to their dicks. So, nothing unusual. I did have
1: one date who I heard talking to his dick once. And Uh-oh. that might be Patreon content.
2: Uh, mm. We're Yeah. We're going to save that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if you hear that, you should sign up to be one of our patrons. You're going to get to hear the story of the guy who I heard talking to his dick.
2: So, regarding Dredd's dick, I mean, so for example, uh, Jack and the Beanstalk, that story actually is based on a woman just trying to climb that dick.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, possible. The bear that went over the mountain, it was actually Dredd's dick. <laughs> when he got over the mountain, he saw the, saw the balls.
2: It's actually um, really similar to that solar eclipse that we saw the uh, other week. It actually just wasn't a solar eclipse. It was your dick. (laughs) <laughs> it was an right, erection
1: right. it was a particularly erection. large
2: right. erection There's serious
0: so. erection going on right there. <laughs> we're
2: sorry, we're bringing the dick jokes. we have no regrets with this That's, you're probably the, you're the only one we can do this with
1: <laughs> If these are bothering you at all, no just just all. swat us with your dick. You can do that through the internet. it's so big
2: <laughs> I mean, I heard it's launching an exploratory committee to run in 2020. It's gonna get that big. <laughs>
1: With you as its running mate, you're the vice president. I would vote for that ticket. Okay,
0: well, I'll throw my my own little joke in. So I'm at the store the other day. Somebody recognizes me, and they actually ask to see it right there and then.
2: Oh, wait,
1: really? Amazing. Wait, yes. uh, Was it a guy or a girl?
0: <gasps> it was a girl.
1: Nice. And go girl. Can
0: either of you guess why I didn't do it?
1: To cover yourself legally? No. Um.
0: The floor was too dirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's I just I applaud your I commitment
2: to dick picography I tried I tried I mean I know that there are men who when they sit on the toilet their dick sometimes hits the water, Hit the water. you yes. have that problem when you stand though
0: <laughs> no no. the toilet thing is true that has happened to me a few times and it's not a cool thing
2: no I no. figured that went, uh, no, but
1: yeah. I feel like you need like a specially made seat. Like you need to call the manufacturer and be like, no, no, no. This is no, no. ordinary set. Well, well, no.
0: Well, what I have to do now is if I am in that situation where I'm sitting down, I have to hold it with my hand. <laughs> I have to oh hold it God. with what? my hand to prevent that from happening. Yes. I, I never
2: even consider that as an issue, but you, yeah, you would have to do that. <clears throat> Men with
1: average-sized dicks that, just just to let you know, what most women have average-sized vaginas. Here are the drawbacks of a particularly large uh, set of gonads. They exist. Absolutely.
2: So here's my question. What other potential challenges have you ever had? So, like, for example have condoms ever been an issue? Yes. What I mean is, have you ever had to, like, for example, resort to using Hefty?
0: <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> there probably were a few occasions when I could have used the Hefty, to be honest with you. I can't do the regular Trojan thing.
1: Not even the XXL? Like, they have, like, Trojan, Trojan XL. Like, none of them on the normal market will work.
0: I would only go with the Magnum Double XL. I think they call oh, it. Yeah. And, and that's a tight fit you know what I mean Jesus. a really tight fit yeah
1: for all the gents out there who have a an 8 inch penis which is perfectly nice and on the bigger end who tells women that your 8 inch penis is too big for an XXL you're lying. you're lying. you might have a latex allergy, but you're lying. Yeah. so this is an anecdote I, as a scientist, I have to clarify this is an anecdote, but still you're lying. So we appreciate this clarification. Like we know that they'll blow up as you know balloons in the wind. but like you know as for fitting you know in a way that's comfortable and snug, that's obviously or, or not too snug, that's obviously a very different thing. So it's good to know that there's one on the market that will go up to that size. Right, right.
2: Speaking of balloons, have you ever dated a clown and she tried to put it into a balloon animal? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't help myself here. I
1: did fuck a mime once. I think that's probably the closest anyone in this set has gone to fucking a clown or dating wow. a clown.
2: <laughs> well, I have a story. So I once dated a guy with a clown fetish. Oh. Have I told this on the podcast before?
1: So do you have any old makeup sitting around that I should know about? Like- do,
2: do, 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 do. Hmm. how do I explain this one? Uh, it was years ago. I'm talking like a decade ago. Yeah. So that makeup would no longer be good. Um, <laughs> at the tender age of 19, you already knew people who
1: like someone had already had developed a clown fetish at that age. That, of the, Wow.
2: I was 20 <laughs> when I was going out with this guy and he kind of... He's me into it because he wanted me to first do gaudy makeup and I was a little thrown off, but I thought, all, all right, I'll try that. And then um, maybe right. he just wants hoary makeup. Well, then we transition into costume role play because he wanted to try that out and it got a little weird initially because i would do it without the clown makeup and then he eventually kind of wanted me to go full bobo and i was i was not down for that no
1: <laughs> full bobo when he asked for the red nose that's when you were like hard no i'm out <laughs> i will not fuck you with this red nose on my face I was in it with all the red curly hair, but the nose is too much.
2: (laughs) It wasn't red curly hair. We opted for pigtails, Um, (laughs) but it was getting kind of intense, and uh, I was not there for it. I gave latex fetish guy a chance, and like I said, I was in it where he's
1: putting on the latex thing, I'm putting on the latex thing. I'm like, look, I'll I'll try anything twice, once in case, you know, I'll give it a second time just in case I got it wrong the first time. I was out on the first time on the latex thing because he didn't just put on the latex suit. He put on the latex gloves, a mask, and even a black latex condom because it all like everything had to be matching. And I'm like, dude, they're going to find my body in the fucking mystic river. I'm just saying, that's when my, that's when my Boston accent comes out. I'm like, no, I'm going to die. He doesn't have a fetish. He's Ted Bundy. And of course that didn't happen. Like he was just, you know, a normal, a normal, ordinary latex (laughs) mom, (laughs) So Trent,
2: Have you had any weird moments on set or off set that you'd be willing to share? (laughs) Because I mean, we've all, no matter
1: what like our body types are, we've all had our weird moments in the sexual pantheon. No,
0: you know something, usually for me, it's pretty much the same type situation. I haven't had anything. The only time was the one time I had told you guys about before where it just, it didn't happen. And I think it didn't happen because I think, you know, the girl had just kind of psyched herself out of it. It was real tough for her. And we tried, you know, so that mm-hmm. would probably fit under the whole awkward thing of trying. It didn't work out. And that was the only time.
2: Have you ever looked into getting it insured?
0: Actually, you want to know something funny? I did this shoot with uh, Brandy Love for Jules Jordan, and she was playing part of an insurance agent. And the whole thing was, you know, insuring my dick you know what I
1: mean but now I want to know have you actually thought of it because yeah. like there have to be like hair models or hand models or like you know people who model certain parts that like get those parts and I feel like since your dick you know pays the bills could it be possible to get it insured it couldn't be
2: unreasonable oh and what erectile dysfunction then qualify if that ever happened to you as an insurance claim oh mm-hmm. questions <laughs> oh
1: yeah
0: That's a damn good question.
2: That is a disability, I think.
1: (laughs) That's an amazing thought. Sorry. No, well,
0: you know, the the thing that I'm currently trying to work on is finally getting the dread dildo actually made. The real dread dildo, you know what I mean?
2: It's molded off of yours? Right, right, right. Totally, totally. Yeah. So what's the challenge with that? There really isn't one. It's just something
0: that I I just haven't... um, I've been getting asked more and more about it, like, lately.
2: Because the real one is not scaled to the original. (laughs) Which is kind of amazing.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. You know, this place, um, Doc Johnson, I believe is the name. I guess the process is where you actually put your dick in, you know, the molding, and they get every exact measurement uh, to a T and all that stuff
1: down to every last every last thing exactly.
2: We want the real dread experience exactly.
0: So I think 2019, I'm gonna finally get it done and do that.
2: We're rooting for you. We want that out on the market. Oh, thank
0: you.
1: I don't just want that on the market. I want to, like I said, I am not a quitter. Yes. (laughs) We will add it
2: to our collections proudly.
0: Please do. Please do.
1: I'm going to display it on the mantelpiece. Look, I have two gay uncles in San Francisco and they're kind of mid-50s upscale gay uh, and they're decorating and everything's very lovely and everything's very tasteful art. And then on their mantelpiece, they have a picture of them and two of their friends wearing leather harnesses like in front (laughs) of what looks like a Sears photo studio background. So I kind of want to put like the giant dildo as a mantelpiece thing and just be like, and like put a plaque behind it. Two girls, one mic. I feel like it'd be appropriate.
2: You know where I'm going to put it? So, uh, you know how they have, the, you know, how, I mean, you could
1: have just left it right there and then moved on to the next subject. It would have been a perfect joke. You know, still loved it. Well,
2: I was actually going to say, you know, those sites where you can name stars and get a certificate. Yeah. So they have similar ones where you can name a uh, dreads ball hairs. So I'm going to put it next to that certificate. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Right. So, Dred, I have to say I'm really glad we got you on, but okay, so I have to ask personal question. Yes. Sure. How did you find me?
0: You know what? <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> suddenly there's
2: ho oh, oh, our audience needs to know this Because <laughs> we yes. have
1: two rules regarding dick pics One, if you are not in porn And you send it into our DMs It has to have a funny hat Or like some googly eye. It has to be a funny fucking picture And two, if you're in porn You have to be willing to come onto our show And talk about your dick Oh, yeah And so dread slid into our DMs And we were
2: excited
0: You know what? I came across the clip at AVN Which everybody, I guess, was talking about You know
2: Wait, people uh, were talking about that clip? Oh, yes. What the
1: fuck?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that made the round.
1: Alice, your career in porn is just... Everyone is one fuck away from their career as a porn star. That's what I always say. Yeah. We're trying to get Motor Bunny as a sponsor. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This <laughs> could happen. Right.
0: No, you know, I saw that and it was funny, but it was also hot too. <laughs> okay. And let's just say things got... Things picked up when I was watching that. Yeah.
1: Alice, you helped erect the Washington Monument. (laughs) I heard Elon Musk is now putting in bits for it. (laughs) It's the new space needle.
0: Yeah, no, but that was it. And I was like, you know, who is this? You know, and it was just really I thought it was hot and I thought it was cool. And um, then when I saw what you guys were doing, you know, usually I don't do a lot of interviews and stuff. But um, I said, hey, why not?
1: You should do more' you're, you're a lot of fun. Yeah
0: well, I appreciate that. you know I've done some but uh, once I saw what I saw on that that you or if that is that that's what it was right
1: motor Bunny. They're kind of making a same type of thing
2: but whatever it okay. doesn't matter. they're not paying us to promote them yet so. one day motor bunny, we will get you
1: <laughs> or they will get us one of their motor bunnies each
0: You know I said hey you know so I just I wanted to let you know and here we are. it's totally cool.
2: After that video went viral, uh, because I I saw myself on World Star Hip Hop and Live Leak, I didn't think I could <laughs> say that ever. Um, right, right. It's good to have dreams, Alice. <laughs> but I also I shit you not, there was an article about me written in the China Times. So I woke up one morning and I had five hundred new Chinese followers. Wow, that was weird. <laughs>
1: you on Twitter or the Porncast page? Either way, on off, me.
2: Yeah, oh, that's awesome. I also found articles written in Spanish, uh, ones that were published in. Ukraine. It was kind of weird. I think part of the thing that made the video like not
1: just like woman hops on Sivian you know, in a at a porn festival, not always compelling. Compelling is that it was funny, and the other thing is you're wearing a blazer,
2: which makes (laughs) it
1: look kind of like like secretary gets out of work and suddenly, what the fuck? Like it's not produced at all. It's very
2: this caught us all off guard. What that's not how I naturally say (laughs)
1: well it is when you're around me
0: it came across so genuine because I mean I've seen we've all seen girls get on those before and a lot of times it's kind of like you know oh my god and it's just you you wonder if if what's going on is really happening in your case when I watched it I said that's really happening man (laughs) (laughs) I said she's feeling it you know so
2: it's hard to fake that. Yeah. I had to muster up the courage to actually do that. Whoa. The day before I was with um, our friend Emery and another friend, we were walking the floor and I sat on it for a hot second and I got off because I, I just, I didn't feel comfortable doing that yet. I think a whole day at the AEEs, is just walking around and just seeing everyone so immersed that the next day, I was like, all right, we're, we're going to do this and uh, we'll see what happens. And a thing happens video so. <laughs> link in the comments of the video Jesus Christ I know
1: <laughs> was the one second on it like in having to get off like because you were like oh my god this thing's definitely going to make me come I have to get off or Good question.
2: Uh, oh, huh, I got to answer this one. Yes. It was it was exceptionally intense down there. Like there was Whoa. yeah. Cuz the thing is in the video if you watch it closely people are like oh I don't think she goes past 9. No, I say 10 and 11. You just don't hear it audibly. <laughs> Right. The words were not my strong suit at that point. Right. <laughs> That can be a side effect of orgasms. Well, it's great to know that I'll be a known face next year at the AVNs. It's like, oh, sure.
1: you. Another thing to note, gentlemen, if you want some quiet from your lady, get her to come. Yeah, oh, definitely. yeah. She'll leave you the fuck alone if you fuck her well. <laughs> I like that. I think my husband gets more silence out of me after an orgasm than any other
2: time. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm hard to shut up. <laughs> Actually, that's another question I have. Is it average time to take a to getting you to finish line or does it take longer because you have a longer member (sighs) and women don't always know how to work it? I'm curious. I don't know.
0: Well, you know something? I don't know. I think every guy is different. Every guy has his own, you know, thing he's got for getting him to get off. I know for me and any girl that I've worked with knows this. I'm a balls freak.
1: That's my thing. Tell us more. Nice. (laughs) We like hearing about your balls, too. We have neglected, as do so many women, we have neglected the balls. Yes. We
2: apologize. We've gone through how many episodes? Like more than two dozen, and we haven't really talked about the testes. The
0: balls need to get more... Props. They really do.
2: Give them their love.
0: Give them their love. And that's the thing for me. That's my trigger because, you know, uh, girls get so caught up in the dick itself, which is fine. But I'm always like, Please don't forget about those guys down there. You know what I'm saying? And they don't.
2: What's proper ball etiquette, would you say?
0: Oh boy, you're talking my language right now.
1: Do they need to be warmed up? Like, do you ask first on being
2: gentle? How women rub your hands so that way they're not cold? Is there tugging?
0: I can tell you this for me personally, it's staying attached to the balls. You know, Uh, the licking or maybe blowing on them doesn't really do anything for me. But if you stay attached, as you go from one to the other without leaving the oh. ball sack that's that's gold for me that's oh. just it's a matter of time so
2: what do you mean by stay attached just to clarify
0: keep the mouth on if it's on one ball keep
2: oh, it up. kind of when you're uh,
1: switching one ball in and out like you have suction on right. the pouch and yes. you're switching one of the actual testes in and out of your mouth through that ah. portion beautiful now i hope my listeners at home you're welcome listeners or i'm sorry <laughs> you now know a thing about me or not but
0: balls is my thing that's what does it for me Uh, Otherwise, you know, I could I could go about having things happen just from either fucking or whatever. But when you're in a shoot and you have that kind of pressure on you, you got to have something that's going to be the thing that does it. You know what I mean? So whether it's what you're feeling or whether it's what you're thinking or a combination of both, whatever it is, it is. But I know for me, once you get to the balls, then we're. T-minus 10 seconds and counting.
1: Well, <laughs> would we be able to talk you into coming back on and reviewing a porn with us? Absolutely. <gasps> yeah. What's your favorite movie? Not porn, like your favorite movie movie. Right, because right, Because we right. want to see if there's a parody of it.
0: Okay. Uh, wow. Or a TV
2: show. One of my
0: all-time favorite movies would be... Uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
2: I really don't think they have a porn version of that. Or maybe they do. You know what? You know what? Rule 34 might exist. Also,
1: great movie. They
2: had a clockwork orgy, so it's possible. A
1: clockwork orgy? Okay.
2: Well- they had that. So One Flew Over to Cuckoo's Nest could exist in the porn universe. Sure. I'm just thinking about what they would do with the evil nurse. Like, there, <laughs> there have to be
1: scenes with some shit happening there. Okay, I'll throw
0: this one last quick thing in. One of the more recent movies that I really enjoyed was uh, the Will Smith I Am Legend movie. I
2: love that. Nice. Let's see if we can find a porn version of that. I'll have to check that out. (laughs) That's really good. So this was really a pleasure. So I'm actually grateful that, you know, you stumbled upon me and that, you know, we started talking and you came on the show. This is great. Yep. I appreciate it. So much fun. And where can our audience find you?
0: Uh, Well, you could find me on Twitter. That would be at Dread Triple X. That's D-R-E-D-D Triple X. You could see me, you know, shooting for Jules Jordan. All my lines that he's releasing Dread versus Mills, Dread versus Teens, Dread, you
2: know. Versus Godzilla.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: And where can they find your penis?
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> the autobiography of Dred's penis isn't been around the world in 80 days. It's around the world. That's how long it is. There you go. So, All right. I'd
2: had to get one last one in. Sure. So we do have some patrons to thank because, uh, you know, they helped send you that lovely mic and they help pay for audio editing and hosting and for us to continue putting the lights on in the show. So our new patron, Prince and old include the following Enno, Jason Mitchell, Pets, David Bullock, Bob Mudford, James Overton, Eric H., Cody Warren, Brian Gowdy, Bob Dole, BN, Alec, Aaron Mayo, Andrew Gore, Amanda Potter Cole, Robert Hetherington, Rowdy, Ryan Shambley, Sam Montooth, Priest Pilot, and many others. Yeah, if you want to become a patron and help us, you know, continue running this sh- awesome show, uh, go to patreon.com/slash two girls one mike where we have uh, quickie 15-minute episodes that you probably haven't heard before. And we interact and talk to y'all. You could even recommend movies and guests for us like dread. <laughs> and uh if Edward, where can our listeners find you? Y'all can find me at at the cybabe on Twitter and Instagram and
1: on facebook.com slash cybabe. Uh, and I ramble about science and do it with dick jokes
2: and you can find me alice at rational blonde on twitter but we also apparently have a twitter for the show page and uh i think i'm doing stuff on instagram now uh so we're trying we're all over the place i think next has to
1: be snapchat because that's i say that's where the kids are at but i don't know if i want us marketing to that age demographic yet or like are adults using snapchat do we use Snapchat? Yeah, as far as I know. Well, a lot of people in porn do. Yes. Oh, okay. It's, I am behind. I need to get a Snapchat then. We need to get a Snapchat, <laughs> Alice. Anyway, we'll see. All right. <laughs> so uh,
2: you can find links to some of the stuff we mentioned in the show notes. But until then, we will see you guys next week. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you, guys.